The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Willie Armstrong is a founding member of the Red Hot Chili Pipers, the most famous bagpipe band on the planet. And this week the band are embarking on their spring 2022 tour across England. And Willie is on the phone with us just now. And where are you at the moment? Are you at home or are you out on the road yet? No, that's me. I got home yesterday from Ah. America for two months. Wow. So I got home yesterday and then I'm getting ready now to go back out on the road again on Thursday for the English tour. Is it great to be back on the road again after these tough couple of years? Yeah, it's amazing. It, it, obviously, everybody's been affected in different ways by the mm. coronavirus pandemic, but I, I think the live musicians and the live audiences have, have really struggled because basically it, we just didn't work for two years almost. Yeah. And going to America, it's quite incredible that bagpipes are so popular around the world because they're stereotypically a Scottish instrument, aren't they? Yeah, you're right. I think the way we play bagpipes is a little bit different from um, the normal bagpipe setting. We, we play in a different key for a start, and also we have a singer and a, vocal, a vocalist, and we have a rock band with us, so uh, it kind of crosses a lot of genres, uh, the way we do it, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, and I suppose it's quite good to be more contemporary. I mean, you do a yeah. few traditional songs, but you don't want to just stick to that. Yeah, I think if you just do traditional songs, as we all learned over the years as pipers, um, mm-hmm. that goes down well if you're, pipe, if you're doing that for bagpipe aficionados, and if you go to all the Highland Games, uh, all the pipe band competitions, as we all did when we were younger, mm-hmm. um, of course you're going to absolutely uh, nail it, because people are only there to hear bagpipes, but for the general population uh, there's not very many bagpipe aficionados among them so we found out earlier on in the, the career of the chili pipers the top chili pipers is we better you know broaden the horizons a wee bit here uh, and make the music uh, more amenable uh, and, and more broad um, so that other audiences who are not particularly bagpipe aficionados will really appreciate that and I think we've, we've, we've done that quite successfully Yeah, so of course this week you're embarking on the tour across much of England What can fans expect on this tour? Again, as we always say it's not a gig, it's not a concert, it's a show so we've got the, it's choreographed um, all the guys in the band wear uniforms uh, black spawns uh, black kilts Red spawns. We also have an amazing lighting engineer uh, coming along with us. We have a lone, a lone uh, standalone lighting, lighting rig, mm-hmm. you say. And we also have uh, the best PA with the best sound engineer. So um, we're taking care of them, and it's a treat not only to your eyes but to your ears. So yeah. hopefully the audiences and the audiences as, as we've done this over the years, the audiences have been growing and growing uh, in both England, Scotland, all over Europe and America. So I uh, hopefully I will enjoy it. Yeah, and it must be quite an exciting thing to see because maybe compared to other things there's maybe a louder and more exciting atmosphere yeah bagpipes are an instrument as well let's not forget they're a very emotive instrument so you yeah. can have in one moment 
you can have the hat, the crowd, the crowd up, the crowd up out their feet, on their feet, clapping and you know, in time to the music and laughing and enjoying it. And then in the next moment, you can have them sitting down and almost crying because of the emotive uh, nature of the instrument. So it's quite a good, it's, it's good fun to construct the the set list and, yeah. and taking all those elements into account. Uh, and that's that's again, that's not just happened overnight. That's happened over years and years. So it's a wee journey we take the crowd on from the very start all the way through to the end and we'll be up, up out of chairs, yeah. uh, clapping along to the music and having a joyous evening. Mm. And I take it you've had to do a lot of rehearsals, right? Funny you ask, that's a great question. No, not really. So oh. before uh, the pandemic, the band was not that busy, over 200 gigs a year. You basically, if, there, if there's a new song to be learned, then we'll do that at sound checks. Um, and then throughout the, you know, the course of the tour, whatever gigs we're doing, we'll gradually introduce the new songs into the set. Yeah. But to, to get the band into a recording studio or to get the band into the rehearsing space after we've been so busy mm. is now impossible because the guys need a break they need to spend time with their families yeah. but yeah since the pandemic we spent a lot of time because there was nothing else to do there was no gigs yeah. um, and we were last to come back because we blow, we blow it's a mouth blown instrument so the, the Scottish government said nobody can play back <laughs> or play trumpets or that for obvious reasons mm. so I, we, we did uh, go into the studio we all to social distance and all that um, and it, that was quite good because that's the first time we'd need music for like 18 months so yeah, we did we did rehearse and we did practice and obviously we've been in America uh, playing the set for the last two months so it's as, as tight as tight can be now, Toby. Yeah, and that's interesting about the COVID thing. I never really thought of that. What is the logistics of bagpipes? Could your breath sort of get through and go in the audience? Well, that, no, that's what, the, that, that's what the, 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 you know, the rules were. Um, mm. If you were doing a bagpipe practice in a pipe band, you would be, have maybe 20 musicians in a room and yeah. you'd all be blown into your instrument. So, that, I mean, clearly that's, that's just definitely going to... If there's anybody get a COVID uh, if, if pandemic, that's definitely going to spread it. So, yeah, yeah I we were, we were the last... Uh, musicians to come back the ones that blew their instruments by their, by their mouth because that's you know, that's, the, that's the best way of spreading it but uh, now obviously we're all back we don't have to social distance anymore and I think the pandemic's under control everybody's yeah. done their vaccinations and we're all going on with it even in Scotland I think we were the last to get rid of the masks yeah. um, so it was, uh, that only now did I, that's the first time I've been back for two months but I was down at the, the local Tesco this morning and I, I was amazed no, no masks yeah. no social distance and it was quite a it's quite a, a liberating thing, I've got to say. Um, mm. So I am I'm glad it seems to have come to an end. Yes, only last week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So when did you get started as a piper? Yeah, I'm 57, mm. and I started when I was seven, so 50 years. You think oh. I'd be good at it by now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> get the hang of it. And what was it that actually made you want to pick it up? Well, all my family were musicians. My dad played the piano, and he played the snare drum, and yeah. a pipe band. Um, my uncles, my grandfather, they were pipers, so... I think it must it must be in my blood. Um, uh, bagpipes are an incredibly difficult instrument to learn. Mm. In fact, I think there was a, a study last year that said they are actually the most difficult instrument to learn. Wow. So you have to have some kind of, you need to be really into it before you start because um, it's ever so easy as quite a lot of uh, musicians do. It, it drops off yeah. after a while because you can't bother with the practice or you know, you're not really that into it. But all the bagpipers that uh, play for the band are all top grade musicians in their own right. Uh, so I think that there is something that you can tell. You can actually tell just by hearing them speaking how, how much they enjoy it and how much they're into it. And I don't think you could do it really, uh, play that kind of instrument if you weren't really right into it uh, and it was born and bred into you with your family. Yeah. Not something you just go, like a, a piano, you could flip the lid and within, I would say, within two hours, you'd be able to get some kind of a tune out of it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be a good tune, but you'd be able to get some kind of a tune out of it. Whereas that, that wouldn't happen with a set of bagpipes, it would take you years. So I suppose you have to have a lot of dedication. A lot of people might just give up really early on. Yeah, there's the, the, the drop-off. 
so the, the way you learn bagpipes, you start off in a, a thing called a practice chanter, mm-hmm. which is just like a recorder, uh, and that you learn all your rudiments, all your finger work on the practice chanter, and that'll maybe take a year, uh, and then the instructor will say, right, okay, we're going to transition now, and we're going to go to a set of pipes, and when you go into a set of pipes, that's a whole different ball game because you need to blow it steady, you need to tune all your uh, drones, you need to Oh, there's all sorts of physical aspects to it. So that's when you get, the, it's like falling off a cliff then. So you've got a class of 10 people and they're all quite good. They're playing the practice chapter. And as soon as you introduce this other octopus, let's say, uh, before you know it, you've got one left. <laughs> and that's, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So where did the idea come from to make an actual contemporary bagpipe band? Yeah, so that's another good question, Toby. There's lots of bands, lots of rock bands out there that play bagpipes. Of Dropkick Murphys, an incredibly successful rock band in America. We had one of the pipers playing for us when we were over there. Um, so that's not new. That's not. A, uh, it's not a new genre being created yeah. there. We never ever say that. What we decided to do was trying to make it a mini pipe band. So that's why we have three pipers. So we'll have a piper playing harmonies, a piper playing melodies, uh, and counter harmonies. So the pipes, we always say, take the, the vocal uh, part of the band, um, and then we'll have behind that a rock band, which again isn't new. That's not our idea and all that. But certainly the pipe band snare, which we have in amongst it as well, is new. And then we learned very quickly when we started this that um, the drop off when it comes to you know people. Bagpipe aficionados, that's great. And even um, aficionados in traditional music, traditional Scottish music and Irish music, I'll stand there all day and listen. <laughs> but that's not going to get you a massive audience. That's not going to get you to, you know, to the mainstream. When we done the TV show in 2007, um, we decided to incorporate all the styles of music in the, I think it was a minute and a half we had, wow. uh, and they won it. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was amazing. And then that, that way, there's the bigger audiences. And then we decided then that we would ha- always listen to the audience. If the audience stopped clapping at any point, or the audience would actually go after the show and say to the audience, what did you think? It was like feedback. So we took it very, very seriously. And I think that's probably one of the success stories of the band and that we always listen to the audience. The audience have paid the money yeah. um, and they've given you, they've invested their time to come and hear the band. So as a group of professional musicians, if you don't take the niceness of that and do what the audience are asking you to do, and basically you've got a duty of care, they come along and they spend two and a half hours, three hours of their lives with you. Uh, and it's quite a responsibility. You must make sure that whatever the audience are doing, they're enjoying themselves. And we always ask them, um, have you enjoyed yourself tonight? And know you'll be back and they always go yeah we'll be back and it is uh, quite enlightening to see that quite a lot of people you've seen uh, year on year they come back and they've been with friends so I think that's one of the successes we listen to the audience we have feedback and we always uh, make sure that the music is not I mean music some of the music I play is not on, on the stage it's not the music I would choose to listen to but I know yeah. for a fact that's the music that the audience want to hear so that's basically what I do I play to the audience I don't play to myself yeah and I suppose as well you've got to make it look like you're enjoying yourself so that the audience enjoy themselves too is it hard to make it look like you're having a good time when you've got something up your mouth and you can't really smile but again that's another great question i've never been asked that before we actually uh, we've got different mouthpieces for our bagpipes so we can spit them out and we can because I, I, one of the things I notice is it's really hard to smile and blow a set of bagpipes yeah. the only way we can do that and smile and, and, and you know create your energy and give your energy back to the audience if you don't have the mouthpiece in so I can quickly move my mouth to the left or the right my mouthpiece will stay stationary but it is in a normal set of One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Like pizza, that wouldn't happen because you're not allowed, you, you wouldn't be uh, no chance for you to take your mouthpiece out because you wouldn't be able to blow it then. But my mouthpiece is engineered so that it stays right in front of my face, and at any point I can take my mouth out. We, we talk to each other on stage while we're still blowing our pipes. Wow! So that's a great question, and and we do enjoy ourselves, we thoroughly enjoy ourselves. But uh, yeah, you're right. It's how can you laugh and smile and cajole the crowd when you've got a you've got a mouthpiece in your mouth? Yeah. Impossible, but we've engineered it so that we can still do that. Great question. I've never been asked that before, actually. <laughs> and of course, the Red Hot Chili Pipers is a great name. Whose idea was that? That was uh, Stuart, one of the other original members of the band. Mm. He phoned me at three o'clock in the morning because the band had been going for about a year. We were doing corporate gigs and all that. And the, the, to be honest as well, we, we get asked this all the time. At no yeah. point did we ever think that we'd be playing, you know, huge festivals, Fuji Rock Festival in Japan, at uh, Hyde Park, the uh, uh, the Park in Scotland, Hyde Park in London, all these big festivals. And there was no point, and there, there was never any thought process that we hey, we better watch. We need to make we need to mix up with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. What had happened was that uh, Stuart Darcy's girlfriend Jill at the time listened to my favour, organised the CDs, put them in Joe on the order. So one pile for traditional music and one pile for rock and pop. And she'd done that, and she would come in and later on and picked up a CD from the top of the traditional pile, and it was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. And I said, would you put that in there for Jill? That's a, that should be in the other, the other pile that I was running it. And she's oh, I've misread it. I thought, it said, I thought that said Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> so that's where the name came from. There's nothing clever. We just, we obviously were Scottish. It's tongue and cheek humour. Yeah. Um, but that was 20 years ago, and there was at no point, a lot of people say to me, oh, I... You're trying to rip off the chili peppers. No, I'm not. I mean, you can't. You can't get any further away musically from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Red Hot Chili Pipers for a start. And we play bagpipes. We never ever touch anything that Red Hot Chili Pipers would do. But yeah. and obviously in advertising, we have to make sure that, especially in America, it's 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 pictures of people playing bagpipes and all that. Yeah. Pipers is always emboldened, so it makes it. And then it's a picture of a piper, and then a picture of a pepper sometimes with a you know like a red hot pepper, yeah. um, just to make sure. But e- even at that, totally some people. Somebody flew to Ireland. We were playing in the arena in Belfast, and somebody flew there from England to to go and see. And they thought they were going to see the Peppers. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, please! <laughs> this is a lot of effort. But then they, they they decided, oh well, we've made a big mistake. We might as well go, and, and they thoroughly enjoyed it. In fact, they yeah. came back. They come back to wow. Well, and has there been any response from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, aye, there yeah. was response only quite a few times. There was one that went viral. Um, t- Two or three weeks ago, we were in a place called uh, Williamsburg, 
mm-hmm. in America, uh, and a woman took her daughter to see the Red Hot Chili Pipers, uh, <laughs> us, and it was in a place, Williamsburg Sailor's Field or somewhere that's called, mm-hmm. but the ticket was like $25, $30. I mean, if you're going to see the Peppers for a start, you're not going to get a yes. Peppers ticket for any less than $200, and also you'd think you would check their Facebook page or wherever they go, yeah, yeah. their tour dates, but... Anyway, I, this woman decided she was coming along. She thought she was absolutely uh, sure she was going to see the, pe- the peppers and not the pipers. And she got there, it was us. So her daughter thought it was really funny. She put, a, um, I think it was a TikTok up and it went viral. Uh-huh. And it was in all the TV channels. And it was great for us, great for advertising anyway. Yeah. Uh, and she took it really well. She's another one. She stayed and watched the concert. And one of the things she said was, oh, I definitely be back. These guys, they're killer musicians. Yeah. Uh, their musicianship's fantastic. But it got as far as the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they were interviewed. And they said, yeah, we've heard this uh, a few times. Um, let us sort this out. So they gave the women and her daughter. It's turned out great. They gave her uh, front row tickets for their show. They're playing in Chicago uh, in October. So the women and her daughter are going to see the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers for free in Chicago. Wow. That's quite incredible. I've got to be honest, I think I'm of an age and perhaps because I'm from Scotland as well, where I think I'd heard of the Red Hot Chili Pipers before I'd yeah. heard of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, you used to get that a lot. You see, mm. uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people would say, oh, you're a musician, you play in a band. Uh, uh, what, what band do you play in? I used to keep saying Red Hot Chili Pipers. And they're like, all right, I've heard of them. Yeah. Uh, under the bridge. And I said, no, 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 you're, you're, you're thinking of the Pipers. Yeah. And that's, no, 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 I didn't say that. I said Red Hot Chili Pipers. And then, right, okay, cool, and just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now, now, especially in Scotland, you say, oh, you don't have to see Red Hot, you just say, I'm playing the Chili Pipers. Oh, I'll go back to yeah. that. And in the early days, were you ever a bit nervous that nobody would be interested in bagpipe music? I think another great question. Toby, as a musician, you always go on stage, and I think that that's one of the things that keeps you in your toes. And you don't know, you're only as good as your last gig. You don't know whether you're going to absolutely slam it or whether it's going to, I mean, it's never happened to me, thank goodness, touch wood. But from the the minute you take the stage to the minute you um, pick up your instrument, basically since you were a wee boy when I was seven years old, practice, 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 and then just keep at it 10 hours a day sometimes, sometimes more, keep practicing, keep practicing. And then one day I looked up and all these people were there in front of me mm-hmm. uh, and never ever take that for granted. Uh, if you think that, you know, you're going to go on stage and it's going to be a calamitous uh, failure, um, I think you're only human. Um, and if you go on stage thinking that every time you go on there, you're going to be absolutely brilliant, I think you're maybe getting ideas above your station. So I always keep, you always keep on the side of safety and make sure that whatever you're doing, you're presenting the best product you can to the audience standing in front of you. And if you forget to do that, um, and you maybe I've seen a few bands that do it in music that's rife, they're full of drink, full of alcohol before they go on. And I'm looking, I'm going, like, you can't possibly. There's no way that you can uh, possibly give your best performance. You may, you may well think you're giving your best performance, but I definitely tell you, if you recorded yourself and listened to it back tomorrow when you're sober, you would have a whole different uh, attitude on that. So we don't drink at all before we go and stay. I mean, we have a drink when we come off stage. We're only human, but uh, we, we, have, we call it the drink driving wheel. Yeah. If you're sober, you should be on that stage. You should be sober enough to drive the van home. Um, that's just the way it is. And if you're not like that, um, you're taking a lot of people for granted. So, yeah, you're only as good as your last gig. And I certainly never ever would be uh, so remiss as to think that I'm going to go in there every single night and I'm, I'm just going to kill it. Stone Dead is going to be amazing. Um, I always go on thinking, play your best fully and make sure whatever you're doing is presented the best way. Yeah. And how do you decide what songs you're going to play in the shows and on albums as well? So that's a good question again. What you need to uh, make sure is, because we're all qualified musicians, most of the guys in the band 
I've got degrees in music. Uh, they're all um, conservatoire trained in Glasgow or the Strathclyde University applied music degree. They're all fantastic. Not only can they play their own, their own instruments, but you could probably, in our band, you could swap everybody around. Everybody take one step to the left and pick up that instrument and play it as well. Yeah. And give us a couple of hours and we'd have a, a, a pretty decent sound going with that. So you have to avoid bagpipe karaoke. The bagpipe karaoke mm. is the easiest thing in the world because you only have eight notes. And you can bat out as many tunes as you want. People can say to me all the time, well, can you play this, can you play that? And I say, yeah, I thought it did, yeah, no problem. Uh, but why would you? Because it wouldn't sound good, it wouldn't sound right. So you'd go through a hundred tunes, uh, uh, and other bands have tried it, other bands have tried it, uh, we make the success of the Red Hot Chili Pipers, thinking it's just bagpipe karaoke. The trick is called a musical segue, so you would have traditional music, well-played traditional music, and then all of a sudden, eight bars of that. <laughs> you begin, you play four bars or another eight bars or something, and the crowd go, ah, did I just hear We Will Rock You there? And then before the brain has uh, decided, yeah, I did hear We Will Rock You by Queen, you're onto something new, so it keeps everybody's brain alive and refreshed. Mm-hmm. And another thing is always the key change is key. Make sure you're doing key changes. Make sure you're, you're keeping the show flowing and make sure you're making the show exciting and it's never ever dull. Uh, and you can use all these different uh, musical techniques to do that. But we always avoid karaoke bagpipes because that would have no merit at all. I, would have, I wouldn't be able to get him to play in my band either, uh, especially musicians of that pedigree. They would come on and go, I'm not playing that. So there's very, very little tunes, uh, cover tunes that we play from start to finish. And also there is only two actually. And the rest of it is just clever, clever uh, music. And don't forget as well, we have the vocalist. The vocalist we have is the, the best vocalist in Scotland. He's actually Chris, uh, Chris Judge and he's Susan Boyle's voice coach. He, wow. he voice coaches Susan Boyle. So you can just imagine how, how this guy can sing. And he's yeah. got three octaves as well. So, I mean, his range is incredible. Um, so the whole thing is put together musically. It's taken us a long, long time, and there's a lot of uh, musical expertise in the band, and it's not karaoke bagpipes. I have to make that very clear. Yeah. I do that in a lot of interviews. <laughs> and looking at some dates here, it all starts tonight in Nottingham at the Albert Hall, then on to Scunthorpe, Manchester, Hastings, London, Southend-on-Sea, Aldershot, Harrogate, Peterborough, New Brighton, Telford, Cheltenham, Bath, Barrow, Buxton, and then finishing on Sunday the 5th of June in Blackpool. And tickets are still available for a lot of these, right? Tickets are still available. I think something like 84% sold out. Some of the, mm. I think London sold out. I just found that out this morning. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of others sold out. But aye, the tickets are going really well. Don't forget the tickets have been uh, reissued from uh, 2020 or 2019 from the, uh, before mm. the pandemic. So uh, if you want to get tickets, be fast, is, yes. my, is my call. And what else is coming up? Will there be more tours and albums after this one? Yeah, so we've just done. Uh, we finished we've done the Scottish tour and on that yeah. tour we recorded a live album so that yeah. gets released the week after next day we'll, we'll be on tour in England when that one comes out and then obviously we're back into festival season thank goodness because yeah. we haven't done that the, the summer season festivals are really good um, we've got festivals all over Europe um, keeping us going we're doing the Basel Tattoo again this year we're over to Washington to do the Washington Tattoo and then we're doing all the American Big Irish Festivals uh, Iowa Irish Fest Milwaukee Irish Fest um, I, we're back over to America I think in June and we're out there again for another month and then mm. back here and then we've got Germany to do we've wow. got two months in Germany and then, I, and then we're back in Scotland to do the Scottish tour uh, in December so it's, this is the busiest the band has been <laughs> because not only do we need to cover the 2020 every, every band will be the same we've had to cover the 2022 gigs plus the 2021 festivals plus the 2020 tours which we should have done so we're three times as busy as we should have been but I, I, I'm not complaining I'm just uh, really lucky that I can 
still go out there waggle my fingers and people give me money yeah absolutely you're going to be so busy and hopefully you'll get a nice rest at the end of it oh well hopefully I, I hopefully at the end I. yeah well many thanks for joining us today it's been great to have you on thanks Toby hold up what was that boring no flavour that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Toby Gribben Show!